Hey guys. Hey y'all. Hello. We are back. Melanie Me podcast. We literally just got through. I wish we could record <clears throat> some of our off camera conversations. We could. Mm. <laughs> we could just blur some stuff, beep some stuff, edit some stuff. Yeah, we could. I mean, we could. Yes, we could. That would be, yeah, we'd have to definitely blurp some stuff out because we are. We, super- we still never did uh, After Dark. We still have not launched After Dark. Oh my gosh. Would you guys still like us to do that? I think that would be super dope. <laughs> we actually just need to just record an episode. Well, I think, no, we did record an episode for After Dark. Did we? We did. We did one and that was it. <clears throat> I remember that I don't know what happened to it and I don't even know if we uploaded it but yeah we have to figure out some type of way because can't go on YouTube we're not going to get any money because they already don't fuck with us girl YouTube don't play <laughs> do they the fuck I'm like okay Cardi <laughs> yeah y'all so I guess we'll just hop in the hot topics just so we can talk about this YouTube drama yeah. So Cardi B, y'all, I don't know if you've heard or seen, but she leaked a nude pic of her boobs, okay? And it was apparently an accident. She didn't mean to leak the pic, allegedly. Which and, is debatable. Uh, you know, so debatable. I think she leaked them on purpose, if I'm honest. Hold on, you cut out. What'd you say? Say it again. No, I said that's debatable. Oh, my internet is fucking with me. Oh, I'm frozen now. <laughs> no, you're not frozen. This is my internet saying <laughs> it's acting crazy. I think we talked too long before we Damn recorded. Man. We always do that. We all, we do. <clears throat> but no, I was saying to your point, it, it's debatable if, on if she accidentally, because my thing is, girl, you did that shit on purpose. But girl, she definitely was. did it on purpose. Let's not <laughs> play those games. Okay. And apparently she says that Offset was in bed next to her. And she didn't mean to leak it. And he said, oh, babe, you uploaded it to the internet or some shit. Okay. Apparently her areolas are very large or something. I don't know. They said people were talking about her boobs all over the internet. So she got on live stream to kind of talk about like why her boobs look like how they look and how she accidentally uploaded the picture. Okay. So we made a YouTube video about it. Check us out on Melanie Podcast on YouTube, okay? And y'all, within eight hours, within eight hours, Cardi B's team had filed a strike against our YouTube channel based on using her selfie, okay? We did not show the nude picture. We showed her on Instagram Live, which is her on a public platform. We didn't, I didn't think we broke any type of um, copyright laws, but apparently we did. So we got a strike. We had to take our video down. And uh, yeah, y'all, this is why Shave Room does not post Cardi B. Cardi B doesn't play with blogs or, you know, publicists or what do you call them? Press. She just doesn't play with the press. She doesn't, she tries to sue bloggers and all types of shit. And can we talk about that? Cause like (laughs) your husband can play with you 99,000 times. (laughs) Okay, but and embarrass you and constantly and consistently embarrass you. This tell me you worry about the wrong thing, sis. Like you just filed for divorce like less than a month ago. Hello, am I missing something here? Now you're roaming YouTube for your hashtag for a video that has 80 views. Girl. Shout out our 80 views. You know, we're not hating on that, but still there's, we're not the shade room. We are a small <laughs> podcast growing. Thank right. God we're growing, but come on, sis, you got way bigger things to worry about than us. For sure. And I'm just like, yeah, I just like, you have way bigger things to worry about. I mean, we I'm sure are she in a- that. Do you think she leaked the picture on purpose? I do. I think that, I think that she absolutely did because again, there's, let's talk about the, the, the process before it even gets posted. So you've got to go pick out a picture, right? 
you got to pick out the picture oh, then boy. you got to go through three steps you got to find the app you've got to open the app you've got to hit add to add a picture then you've got to scroll to hit a post then you've got to kind of make the picture fit nicely in the frame and then you have to hit post so there's about 80 steps before something just accidentally gets posted so I'm not buying that I'm not I'm not I just think that she wanted attention and she got it and I think that this also plays into the fact of you know taking the heat off of her and offset getting back together and exactly you know all of that kind of stuff it's just something different now I hate that it had to be her body at the expense of it because that's just awkward like to have a full like nude or whatever the case that your tits out like it's just I mean it's a weird flex I guess is what I'm saying it's a weird outcry for attention it's like nude pictures are so 2000 and like 10 10 I I don't know I just didn't think she would resort to something like that but here we are I'm going to just say it's like, I don't believe Offset was with her when she leaked that picture. Hell no. He was in the house. He was probably out here doing some reckless shit. So Girl. she him back or something and leak a picture. Like they're on some toxic shit. Like if we don't already know that. So I don't know. I definitely think the timing is awkward. So um, that's one yeah. thing. It's just real weird. And like I said, it's just a weird flex, a weird cry, outcry for attention or whatever it is, is weird as fuck. Like there's, put out some new music. Girl, that one song with Megan, I mean, it's honestly just like, she's like, oh shit, I ain't had a song in a minute. Megan's hot. Let me hop it's a good on. beat. It's a good beat. Wet ass pussy. The lyrics are elementary at best. Very much. Or- flat there it's just it's horrible out here in the music streets the two things that I liked about the release I won't even say the song or anything the song itself there's some boys in this house there's I don't know that's a classic song it's like that's a hit just from a players club you know for those of our audience who know what the players club is if you watch that you know yeah yeah, some boys and that was my shit and um so I thought that was just like okay okay you know and then I liked the graphic I thought it was cute the advertising like promo for it they got cute they got dressed up twins anything beyond that I was good I think that's um, what it was it seemed like they moved backwards with this they're like oh we got a video concept. Let's find a song. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just need this video. Like, it was more about the video to me. That's it. Yeah. That's it. So, I don't listen to that song. I don't know who really does, like, riding around. Mm-mm. And in this day and age, <clears throat> I'm sorry, when you have, when you, and you and I can probably relate in this regard, I have to believe you when you're talking about being a freak, being nasty, being a slut, being a whore, being a being that nigga like I have to believe you like for me it was really hard I I do thoroughly enjoy Nicki Minaj to a certain extent but my girl is little Kim and old Trina old Trina the baddest bitch Trina nasty nasty Trina like I I believe you when you say (laughs) you can swallow a coke can you know I mean Okay, I believe so it. there's things that I just feel like are about hype and it really dumbs the, 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 the genre down a little bit depending on who it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we used to have some certified straight up freaks yeah. back in the 90s, in the early 2000s. Now it's like soft porn. Yeah. Everybody thinks that Ooh. they're a freak. I'm gonna tell you who I do believe though. My girl Mulatto. Now, yes, mulatto, yes. That's the queen of the South, okay? That's yes. little... Big ups. Thank you for putting yeah. me on her, Whitney. She's Love the hottest her. up and coming. My little cousin put me on her, so shout out my little cousin. But um, Love her. Oh, she's about 10 years younger than me. But she's definitely, when I heard her, I was just like, oh, this isn't just 
a regular like girl rapper like she can rap she, she can rap. clearly writes her lyrics like she's got her own language. everything's hidden everything's hidden i'm, I'm believing everything everything <laughs> everything she's and it was good. that old she's- like south like she brings like that old south like does in a, in, in, uh, <clears throat> in especially a time where we needed it because mm-hmm. it meaning like there's a lane that's o- wide open why I think she's really the one to watch like how Cardi was like I don't know I think mm-hmm. Megan was I like Megan but I do feel like especially unfortunately with all this drama I do feel like her time is coming where it's going to start slowing down for her um I don't wish that on nobody but I just feel that especially because I don't see her see her really evolving as an artist right now mm-hmm. I think it probably would be good for her to take a little break uh readjust take everything she's been through you know what I'm saying get her own her new sound because it's like everything I do hear from her is real repetitive like you know but I like her though I like she's like I like her personality I like her I just like hot girl summer like I like what she's about you know yeah and she was a breath of fresh air as well um mm -hmm. I think that she's had a lot of different challenges and roadblocks like I want to say that even at her plight, like her height of her career, she still had never released an album. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So this was like based on just records, just hit records, features, all that kind of stuff, which is great. That's I mean, that's, you, that shows that you're a true yeah. talent. You don't, you know, but at the same time, we still appreciate bodies of work. And yeah. I feel like she doesn't have, she hasn't had that moment. She still, for me, hasn't had her moment. Like she's had several moments, fleeting moments onto the next one, onto the next one, onto the next one, but she hasn't had her shine. Mm -mm. And I think that for a lot of us, really, sorry, not to cut you off. I feel like that moment, I'm going to tell you where she had a chance to have her moment. And I, this is where I feel like it slipped kind of, Mm -hmm. I don't know the logistics behind it, but when she got on that remix with Beyonce, that song was so hyped up it was hyped up to a point where I mean I like I didn't like the song at first I heard it so much I started liking the song like I was like damn I really like this shit right. and I didn't even like it at first yeah. so I feel like had they hopped on that opportunity and Beyonce and her did a song I did a video together mm-hmm. and it was visuals along with that mm-hmm. she would have blown the fuck up like yeah. I just feel like Beyonce with an artist it's like Drake with an artist like it just gives them it pushes them in that next level right and the fact she had that song was good but to have that visual of them together yep. would have really solidified them her i, I think i think it would have helped megan a lot i can totally mm-hmm. see that yeah i, I don't know why they wouldn't have done the video i heard there was some like <laughs> background drama with beyonce didn't want to do the video or mm-hmm. i don't know it was something about i don't because remember she was going through some stuff for her team i don't know if you remember megan the stallion was like she moved to Rockefeller and, but she had a contract with this other guy. And I don't know if it was just like some background, you know, paperwork shit. And see, but. that's why I felt like, that's why I feel the way I do about her because it's like, she's never had, everything's always been her kind of rumbling and shuffling <laughs> behind the scenes, but out in front of us, it's like, you know, a pretty bow and we bob to it, but behind the scenes, she's still trying to like sew up, loose ends you have a certain amount of time to blow shit out the water and I feel like if you miss it I'm not saying that's the end of your career I'm not saying that I'm just saying that like oh yeah you gotta you gotta take those opportunities like you said that would have been a great opportunity for her to just blow that shit out and for whatever reason it didn't happen but and she even had the whole dance thing I mean, come on. How, what's bigger than TikTok and having your own dances and it's a whole movement, a whole hashtag. Everybody had their little dance. But you know if Beyonce would have got on there and made her dance hit TikTok when I did, that shit would have quadrupled. Like, I'm not even the biggest Beyonce fan, but I know her power, her influence. Mm-hmm. That dance Megan had would have been worldwide on a different level. You're right. Had Beyonce was doing that shit with her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> saw the only fans (laughs) like no i i need to learn how to do that dance because everybody was doing it and i was just like oh this is so cute and my ass was on the couch 
Girl. I need to learn how to do a little dance so I can just do it. There's mm-hmm. so many different TikTok things I want to do, but I'm just, Girl. I've, I've, t- mm-hmm. it's taken me so long to even download TikTok. Cause I'm like, I don't need anything else to stimulate. Girl, I didn't even download it. I was like, I don't need anything else to stimulate me. Now I have an account because my son is on there, but I do not, I'm not active. I don't even know what my username and password is, honestly. Yeah. I, I have no idea. But anyways, I did want to mention um, the New York. Well, really, it's the show Chance and oh, New York. Ooh. I got to find me a login so I can get into that zoo. Girl, apparently it's already began. I think it began last week when you sent me the clip. But for those that don't know. Zeus? Let me see how much Zeus is a monthly. Because I, Yeah. They may have gotten to take it out of the Melanie podcast budget. <laughs> oh, they may have gotten me with this one. I saw all the other shows. I was almost tempted with the Love and Hip Hop with who and who was fighting? Masika and somebody was fighting on some Zeus thing. And I was like, ooh, I just need to watch that one episode. Well, um, you know, I was going to get it when B. Simone had a show. The boyfriend show. The boyfriend show. Yeah, I was gonna get it when that, and I just didn't. I just Black didn't. China show looked good too. That was tempting a little bit. Yeah, it was tempting, but I just can't stand her body. Nope. Like nope. her body is just so. I just. And I hate to say that because I'm not even into that type. Like I don't care, but it's just she's just hard for me to watch. <laughs> okay, Black China is very yeah. hard for me to watch. I don't know. I felt like. I don't know. Nothing hit like this New York and Chance because when I saw this, I was like, oh shit, I may actually buy this. Like, I just love New York is the queen of New reality TV. New York is the HBIC original. And New York and Chance together was gold. Like, that gold. was golden TV. That shit was so funny. They were gold, <laughs> but I'm gonna be honest with you, they were gold, but her and Flavor Flav were gold too. And that just. They were. But that just speaks to New York herself. Yeah. You compare her with anything and she's going to hit. Definitely. But Flavor Flav rubs me the wrong way. Like I. Oh, he sure. Became, he became annoying. He like did. it became a point where it's like, oh, you're not the show. Like. No. And that's what I'm saying. If it wasn't for the other girls, specifically New York, it yeah. wouldn't have done what it was doing as far as the numbers. But um, Chance, Chance and New York are like the same person in two different bodies. And I get sad too because you know real died. I know so, it was so sad. I followed him a few years ago when that happened. And so for me, I was just like, oh god, I hate that because I never see. Anytime okay. I see Chance, I see real. You know, so and that's why we should support him. Real um, Chance is really cool, y'all, because he he had followed me on Instagram and he I forgot really I, cool. I had commented on one of his pictures and he commented back and everything. He followed me. I don't know if he still follows me now, but this is like a year ago and it was after his brother had died. And I just felt really bad, like about just seeing that. Cause I remember he died right when I moved to California and I was just like, Oh my God. Like they were, you could tell they were just connected Yeah, at the hip. Like, damn. Yeah. So yeah, we should support him. Let's see. We definitely he- will support the show. And actually I don't mind allowing a lot of shows to beef up so that way when one is done I can wa- go right into the next one to watch it y'all it's $3.99 a month that ain't nothing that's not anything you know it's gonna be I'm gonna cancel it as soon as it's over though black people are a mess because every time these zoo shows come up <laughs> and shade room posts it it's nothing but comments like oh that must be nice somebody send me they log in somebody send me they log in somebody send me they log in Speaking like nobody of, wants to pay for shit don't nobody want to pay for shit netflix where they got rid of their 30-day free trial all right that because i have like 20 email accounts for a netflix password and username for my free trials now i haven't used any of them in like over three years just because i be using my husband's and everybody else uses my husband's so we have like five six accounts under our our thing and I'm like out of all the family members I'm like y'all it's $6.99 it's $7.99 people don't want to pay it they just do not want to pay it so petty petty it's like like the new cable like it's $3.99 but 
Yeah, we using the business card for this. Yeah, we can use the business card for that. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna do this for business purposes, y'all. So we can review the show, let you know if it's worth it, give you updates every week. Shoot. Everyone who loves old school reality TV like Flavor Flav and all that stuff, you'll probably like this show. Or we'll let you know if it's worth it. Anything else we need to discuss? Because I was going to bring up some of the questions we got on our page from our Ask Melon and Me. Um, Girl, I really couldn't... <laughs> I like what's been going on oh congratulations to Nicki Minaj because it was announced that she had a baby boy mm-hmm. and I know she wanted to have a baby for a long time congratulations so. Nikki. that's very cute so special yeah I think a bunch of people are having babies right now are pregnant now I don't really want to talk about this just because I feel like we've talked about it so much but I, I have to at least mention it the Tamar thing Oh, yeah, yeah. Because she came out, well, let me go back. Tony. We didn't talk about Tony, right? Didn't talk about Tony. So I just saw a post where Tony Braxton basically called this man a whole pharaoh, ferret, uh, weasel, all all the names, and telling him to leave her and her kids out of his names, out of his mouth. All right. And then you see Tawanda commenting like, yeah, he's out of line. We can't really disclose the details. And then you see Tamar commenting and saying, you know, nobody wins when the family feuds. All right. Then Tamar, I guess, felt compelled to come out and speak on her situation publicly and, uh, you know, allow the audience to really get her perspective on what's going on. And in short, she just basically was like, you know, David really is a good guy. You know, he he has a great relationship or had a great relationship with their son. I mean, with her son, Logan. And um, he didn't want to be in the spotlight. She was the one who pretty much made him be a part of her and all of what she had going on. And she just feels like, you know, I guess, we as viewers need to just back off and give her and her family and David some grace and some space to deal with everything behind closed doors. Again, you guys are public figures. It kills me when people put their business out in social or at least bits and pieces of their business, but then want to pick and choose what parts of it, you know, we as, commenters or whatever the case may be have a say so in like I know she couldn't help she went to the hospital she was she was incoherent she didn't have any clue that that was gonna whatever all right I get that but there have been things that Tamar herself has published and put out there when she is not in a oh so kumbaya kumbaya state um and I just feel like it's bullshit like Don't sit up here and paint him to be this amazing guy. Shit doesn't pan out the way that it pans out. So now he's a bad guy. And then now he's a good guy again. Like, I just don't like, what do you want us to do? All right. What do you want us to do? (laughs) Cause right now we, we, we're just going off of the vibes that you're putting out. And yes, we do have our own opinions of the shit, but at the end of the day, I just thought it was whack that she came out trying to like, I don't know, clean up some stuff, I guess. Cause it was just like, we, why did, why do we need this information? Like, we don't need this right now. Like we've already, we already got our opinions. Like go on, go handle that. Do what you gotta do. We're good. I promise we're good. She could have just left that out in my opinion. <laughs> I feel like her, um, from what I saw her addressing it publicly to me, it was like she was trying to send a message to her family like don't come for David because it, it was immediately like um damn I forgot what her words were because I repeated them back to you when you sent me the freaking thing but she threw shade immediately at her family um in that response like that was the first thing she addressed oh she was like yeah I want to thank my family for all of a sudden um <laughs> for all of a sudden wanting to take a stand um 
<laughs> that cracked me up and it just made me feel like okay she's addressing her family I feel like her family may be trying to do this to Tamar may be distanced from them she may still be fucking talking to David behind closed doors it's interesting because when Tawanda this is how I know the whole fucking family been talking about it forever because <laughs> not only did Tony post that um that uh post calling David a weasel and she never talks about anything publicly but Tony Tawanda, never talks about anything shit she doesn't she literally doesn't care about nothing ever she's MIA 90% of the time when everything goes down okay so the fact she said this I was already like hmm, did he do something to her personally or is she just trying to get seen right now because I honestly feel like I do agree with Tamar it does look a little suspicious how the sister's now or on this public platform trying to speak of David and speak of this and I don't recall them doing that with everything like when Trina was going through shit with Gabe and I I just I don't recall them taking this public platform because it's trending now um with this whole David thing and we already know Tony barely ever speaks so it was pretty weird that they would I don't know take a stand like that on top of that Tawanda's man who we barely fucking know. I don't even know Tawanda's man. Like, I think he was on like one season, the last season. He was doing most of the talking. He was like, y'all don't even know. Y'all don't even, y'all know half of what we know when it comes to David. Oh, and I was just like, okay. okay, they're very comfortable talking about Tamar's man and her situation. And I'm just sure that she feels a way about it. Because Tamar's a celebrity at the end of the day. Like, Tawanda, why is your man publicly talking about Tamar? <laughs> and her man like it looks like y'all are cloud chasing at this point because whatever could have been said to david could have been said to david behind closed doors i'm sure right you know? right i agree i i agree you want to have your sister's back you know that's her drama you shouldn't be publicly making no stances about it like that unless you know unless you trying to be seen y'all don't even have a show out right now like where's the show the show is yeah. two, two years so now it's looking like y'all are thirsty for that spotlight yeah I don't because y'all are being talked about Tamar and her man are being talked about so now you and your man Tawanda are Instagram living about it come on man I don't even it doesn't make sense to me it's like y'all are desperate for the attention at this point I think everybody is attention seeking in ways that fit their narrative because at the end of the day even if my family commented on, made a comment on my spouse, on my boyfriend, my then boyfriend, I don't know if I'm going to go to the internet to then also say, say speak my piece, and then also couple that with, she's I just want to deal with this privately. From what I can see from the outside looking in, she's not talking to her family. That public announcement was to her family too. Like, yeah. I feel like she done got back with David <laughs> and they're trying to throw jabs at him. You know what I'm saying? And she's yeah. probably not even talking to them now because now she's back with David because from what I heard, that wasn't no breakup talk. Like she seems like she's there. They're working things out, <laughs> you know? And it seems yeah. like she immediately wanted to address her family. But and see, talking- and here's another thing that I don't understand with Tamar though. Because it all goes back to me with the whole like public, but I don't want to be public. You just literally ripped this man to shreds about his 2013 or 20, 2007 Range Rover and how he always is trying to be <laughs> in the spotlight. And, you know, now he wants to be. And it's like you just ripped, you know, annihilated this man. That Range Rover comment. Took me I mean, out. amongst other th- slanderous things that she says, because Tamar has a slick mouth and, you know, but then now it's like, but yo, kumbaya, kumbaya. I'm like, I'm not feeding. I'm not. But let's not get it twisted. David went to the internet too and did a whole fucking monologue. Exactly. <laughs> which is why, which is why I'm just like, just at this point. But the only not- thing I'm going to say with her family, this is why her family runs me the wrong way is because. Tamar's been in the in the blog. She's been in the gossip streets with or without the Braxton family values. Tamar is being talked about. Right. That's just facts. They're not. 
And it seems like for them to be including your man and everybody else, and now Tony, who ain't spoken in four years, makes a post. Like, it's like y'all are looking for that spotlight again and maybe hoping that Tamar uh, comes back over to Braxton Family Values or whatever so they can start taping again. Because if yeah. they don't have her, they don't have the show. Like, and they all know that. Yeah. There's no uh, Tamar. There's no Braxton Family Values. So. Oh, child. I, I, to me, that's what I saw. I saw them wanting that camera, that camera time. Because Tony don't speak. Like, you can't tell me Tony's so angered by this and David when we had reports that Vincent beat Tamar's ass in the back of the room. Like, you can't tell me that this is what's, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not adding up to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm just tired of hearing about them, to be honest with you. I... At this point, David needs help. Tamar needs to heal. And the Braxton family values need to stay in their lane. Because we ain't heard shit from y'all since... Do you think they're renewed? Let's see. Girl. Let me see. Um, I did also want to address one more thing about the Real Housewives of Atlanta. So, apparently... I don't know if you heard this rumor. I don't know where the hell I was at. Mm-hmm. must have been going through some things because I, I don't remember hearing about this but right before uh Cynthia's wedding she had a bachelorette party and apparently news broke out that Portia and Tanya had a threesome with a stripper Tanya who's Tanya Which Tanya one? Tanya whatever her name is Tanya with Tanya female stripper no with a male stripper that they had a threesome Portia Tanya and the male stripper so the reports are somebody leaked it that the cameras were off or they thought the cameras weren't there they thought Bravo cameras weren't there but they still were mic'd up so when they went behind the room or whatever they got all the audio from them having the threesome from them having the sex so somebody apparently leaked it to the blogs and now Portia and Tanya allegedly are in something with Bravo trying to make sure they don't leak that scene or air that scene or even discuss it on the show. So after that shit happened, people peeped that Portia barely was at Cynthia's wedding. So Portia, basically she just, she didn't go to the reception. She just went to the beginning part and she dipped out. Tanya didn't even go. So now they're thinking that because everything that happened at Cynthia's bachelorette party they land low is that why that comment was made on our post what post I was so confused I didn't see it hold on so I had posted a picture right when I got back from LA of Portia on our podcast page and somebody Mm -hmm. says Oh, wait, no, 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 no. That wasn't the post. It was the one I posted of the bridesmaids. Mm -hmm. So it was this post for those. Right. It's Kenya, Cynthia. Kenya, Cynthia, sister, Mm -hmm. Candy, and Eva. Eva. And somebody said that beautiful glow when you know you weren't involved in any entanglements at the bachelor party. But seriously, they look gorgeous. Because I was like, I thought it was just like, you know, a stalker that commented that crazy person comment, a crazy person, crazy person comment. But now that you say that, I'm like, is that what they mean? So this is like, a thing. it was a huge deal. The stripper had to make a public announcement and the stripper came on Instagram live and was like, I must address these rumors. First of all, I'm not the stripper. No, he said, I'm not the stripper. I am. No, he said, I'm not a stripper. I'm the stripper, the the stripper of Atlanta. I would never jeopardize my business, my integrity (laughs) or whatever. And he, the last thing he needs is to be running down more bitches in Atlanta. Basically that's what he said. (laughs) In so many words. (laughs) And so, uh, Tanya's response, I, she posted a response that was just like, all the allegations are false, whatever. Portia, she did like a funny picture of like some bedroom thing. Like she made like a joke out of it. So 
girl we don't know what's really going on girl okay well this is gonna be some tea for season whatever of uh r-h-o-a real housewives of atlanta so stay tuned keep it locked for more information oh my bad girl you rolling no i was wrapping up i was no no no, i'm not wrapping up the episode my bad y'all didn't know we was heading on out <laughs> i did just want to mention very quickly um tanya and portia have been very close recently like this is actually making a lot of sense to me because you've seen how yeah, they, they have gotten all those trips it was just them i was like damn they're cool as shit mm-hmm. like for the whole last year it was just them two going to jamaica going to like mm-hmm. all these different trips and then i think i saw one with both of their men it was but you know what i really yeah. like tanya I really I like, like her. her. I like her. I like her energy. I like her, um, her innocence in a way, like meaning like she's not really messy. Like if anything, people really fuck with her. Like, like they fuck with her for whatever the reason is like Nene and her were super close. I think Nene brought her in. Yeah, and then did. at some point, Nene kind of turned and was like, you know, that's why you a fiance for 15 years and blah, blah, blah. And so, and then Kenya, you know, she right, said right. what she said. But yeah, overall, I genuinely like her. So I can right. see the relationship. It's very odd she wasn't at the wedding. That's very strange. That is very To go to the bachelorette very, party. Very um, strange, knowing what I know now. Let me just say what was, I, I'm pulling up some of the blogs and what was leaked. So it said, cause it, it gets real juicy. All right. Uh, so it says page six claims that the two cl- cast members had sex with one of the male strippers working the event. Um, a patron of the party says there were multiple people that had girl on girl a source told the publication, adding that some women even engaged in oral sex with each other. They were all so drunk. The source Mm -hmm. added that there was a point when the two women, later rumored to be Portia and Tanya, were alone with the dancer. All I kept hearing was these noises, sex talks, and F me harder. On the popular Bravo reality show, Tanya Sam was shown off her relationship to fiance Paul Judge, while Portia Williams' on-again, off-again engagement to Dennis McKinley is reportedly over. Neither woman has confirmed or denied. So this was a few days ago. But yeah, they said shit got crazy at that party. And you already know, so many rumors in Atlanta, like how Candy was hooking up with Portia and everyone's like down low or having threesomes and shit. So this makes sense. Um... But then again, it also is like, could this be a storyline? Could it could very much well. No, like they're trying to set something up because they know ratings are low or whatever. Who knows? Who knows? But very interesting. Um, homie, juicy, juicy. Can you make <laughs> it juicy for me? They probably took everyone's phones away too, because that's what these celebrities do when you go to these parties. They make you put your Good. phone. That's a as smart door, move. You got to put your phone up. You got to lock it up somewhere. I would even take it a step further and have your ass sign a NDA. NDA. Like I'm having everybody sign shit. And like, if I was just that person, yeah, no. Yeah, you already know. Regular people are on swinger shit and threesomes and shit. So you know they rich ass yeah. who ain't got a care in the world, a yeah. bill in the world. <laughs> They trying all types of shit to spark their interest, okay? So we shall see. This definitely makes me want to watch the next season, though. I'm not going to lie. For sure. <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah, I can't wait because I need, I've been needing a new show to get into. Um, yeah, we can watch this. We're going to watch Chance. <laughs> Chance. Uh, um. <clears throat> I did want to bring I did want to mention really quick to um Ice Cube. Ice Cube, what happened with him? I know. So there have been talks that he has been working with Trump in the in his administration. Um nah, you lying. Mm-hmm. And the plan is for black folks. It's called the platinum plan. I don't know what is all involved in this plan, but, but Ice Cube did post 
something that said, I am in no way, shape or form supporting Trump. Now that's kind of vague because I don't believe that the man that wrote No Vaseline would ever support Trump. I don't think that he's definitely supporting him, but I can see someone like, for instance, if Trump, like, let's say Trump wins again. But you know, he's rich as hell. Who knows? If Trump wins again, I can see more African-American celebrities on whatever level, um, coming in and saying hey this is what needs to happen for our people to me that's not necessarily supporting trump as much as you're trying to push an initiative or an agenda on behalf of your people while he's in office like i think those are two separate things um i don't know much about what's going on i just know that there's a lot of articles out there that ice cubes in hot water after revealing he's been working with the trump administration so but it is on behalf of a plan that is designed for black people. So again, I don't know what that means. I know Kim Kardashian has worked with Trump in his administration to help free wrongfully committed black people. I can't say that that means that she supports Trump as much as she knows that she had to go through Trump to get some people, to get some shit done. So I don't know, you know, the media really can make things weird and anything with the word Trump and a celebrity name tied to it other than I'm punching this man in the face is looks fishy you know we all remember when Steve Harvey had a meeting with Trump to try to like have a conversation and sit down and he got like all hell broke loose over that for uh, for for reasons that were great and reasons that are unbeknownst to us but I'm yeah. just saying no good ever comes of anything when an African-American celebrity is in talks with Trump about anything at this point. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, I've, me personally, I don't give a fuck. You know, I've, I'm not going to bash you because you fucking fuck with Trump. I don't care at this point. That's just how I feel about it. But, you know. I don't know where we go from here. I just, none of this shit matters to me, honestly, <laughs> but that's just where I'm at. Are you going to vote? Yeah, I already voted. I did the mail-in thing or whatever. Okay. But, um, I don't, if you asked me four years ago, I would be, I would have already told everyone to vote 18 times by now and go out there and do your thing and support your, but I just don't feel that way no more. So I'm not going to discourage anyone from voting, but I stood in line for four hours. Uh, last time I voted and it didn't do shit. Right. And everyone else did too, you know, and it still didn't do shit. So I don't know to me, I've lost faith in this type of thing. Um, but I still, you know, everyone do what's right for for them and their family. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Definitely vote for those that vote as long as we can still have the option to do it. Um, Definitely let's exercise that. Um, I'm, I'm along the lines with you in the same sentiment where I share, I don't really, I wouldn't consider myself political um in in the sense of like you know I'm I'm strongly this and strongly against that or whatever the case may be especially being that you know nowadays things are just getting rigged I mean things probably back then were getting rigged too but what I'm saying is is that it's just becoming way worse um uh, like right in front of us I mean things are happening in our face that are should be should be crucially scary and they're just kind of like oh well you know and so for those reasons yeah I'm pretty neutral about where I how I feel about certain things it's almost kind of like I'm desensitized from politics um I have I obviously have my viewpoints and I believe my beliefs but at the end of the day you know I I it's nothing that man does nothing in the government nothing whatever the government stands for surprises me anymore and I say the government just because 
Trump is a puppet and there's so many other different layers beyond and behind him before it e- shit even makes it to him. So the government in its whole orchestra to me is a fluke, but that's, that's for another day. Fluke. You know, it's just, we're not educated in this country. We vote in and not, don't even know like how the voting system works. You know, like we had all these years in school. They don't even want us to know it. That's not something they want us to learn. Like they don't want us to learn how to do taxes. They don't want us to learn how to, what voting mean. Like they, the less, you know, the better, better for them. You for know what them. I'm saying? Because you, if you keep asking too many questions, you're going to get pissed off because don't none of the shit makes sense at all. <laughs> you know, that's why I'm so nonchalant about it now because I was so passionate about the last election mm-hmm. where I got into arguments with people online who said they weren't voting. And I'm just like, how could you not vote? Like, it's black people out here who fought for us to vote and blah, blah, blah. And they're just like, I don't believe my vocab. I don't believe that this, this system is going to do anything for us. And I'm just like, fast forward four years from now, <laughs> they didn't vote. I did. I stood in line for four and a half hours to vote. Stood in line in California for four and fucking half hours to vote. And to find out this man won not by popular votes, most people in this country did not vote for that man. And that man still won. Right. That's the pill to swallow. The majority of people that live in this country did not vote for Trump. Right. And yet he still won. Gary. People don't understand. Is that not a scam to people? <laughs> like it's just like when I say that to people it's like talking to a brick wall not not you but I remember back four years ago and because I went and started learning I'm like how does voting work how does the, what the fuck is electoral college like right. what the fuck is this right and then when I dig into it and I realize it's bullshit and one vote does not one person does not equal one vote right it's bullshit it's complete and total bullshit. So you're telling me majority of the people who did vote did not vote for that man. And he still won. That shit's rigged. And it's only ever happened five other times in history. The time before that was uh, George Bush, Bush. And he was just as controversial. And you know what crazy shit went down under his presidency, 9-11 and shit. So it's just making me feel like this shit is organized this shit is orchestrated at this, this point give is- me bush <laughs> i hate to say that. give me bush but when you think about it his term was just as frighteningly scary the it whole was. world was scary as fuck back then it we was. didn't know if there was terrorist attacks coming we didn't know if the muslim people were gonna blow up because everyone's appointed uh, muslim people out it's it was horrible then too you know what i'm saying like it was an era where things just in history that we'll never forget and is it a coincidence that all these historic things are happening under these presidencies that are controversial and they didn't even win the fucking popular vote? Like, were they placed in office for a fucking reason? I don't know. I think about these things because to me, things have to make sense. I don't just say, oh, this is the way it goes because that's the way they say it goes. And that's, mm-hmm. it don't make logical sense to me. So once I figured that out, my enthusiasm for voting went all the way down. You know, I'm still going to do it because what if I'm wrong? I don't know everything, you know? So what if I am wrong? So that's why I'm gonna still do it. But I, in my heart of hearts, I don't believe that it truly counts if they have an agenda, period. Um, funny, when, it's funny that you brought that up, but a funny story, my ex and I were talking and this was a lot, this was a long time ago, but he used to always crack me up about like, the way in which he thinks like so my ex he was very much a person you can't just tell the sky is purple and he's looking at it and it's blue okay (laughs) he's like he's been like that since he was probably birthed all right he asked a question shit has to make sense and he and I always just spend hours and hours and hours talking about history and the way in which the world works and he would just tell me that in school when he was probably I'd say maybe third fourth grade when you're really learning about history and stuff and he would just get into a lot of arguments with teachers and this is something that parents should be careful of as well because 
it's not that kids are um, so we're so quick as adults to treat all kids or put all kids in one box as far as the way they learn, the way they think, the way they behave. Like it's, it's crazy. Like in other countries, there's like, they let kids learn from swinging on a tree, you know, and they'll ace their tests. Like you just can't put everybody in a box and have them sit down for eight hours a day. So all of this to say he would challenge his teachers Right. And, you know, with the whole Christopher Columbus and just, you know, just all kind of just questions as it relates to history. And he's yep. asking questions because he's like, how? You can't tell me that da, 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 da. Well, how did that happen? How, how, how? And he would get sent to the office. He would get sent, but he's like, to your point, the more you know, he's like, I just kept getting more and more pissed off. He was like, I'm pissed yeah. off knowing that this shit they're trying to feed me like it's bible and i'm sitting here challenging them in third fourth grade like ain't no way that shit happened like that yo ain't no way that shit happened like that and i'm just cracking up when you were talking because it just took me back to those conversations where i'm like you know what we're all we're just so ingrained to (laughs) do what somebody says because they tell us to do it or think this way because somebody tells us to think this way it's written in the in the school book so this is what happened Mm -hmm. and it's just like I feel like now we've come a lot further with social media and things at our fingertips versus actually looking at history books and encyclopedias but the message still remains the same seek for your own understanding not just based on what somebody tells you and if it doesn't make sense nine times out of ten it probably just that shit don't make sense right because some shit there's some crooked shit within that um but yeah I mean I think that the message here is vote because you feel vote for your policies vote for the things that you believe in that you want to fight for your uh political stance democrat republican whatever it is that you choose to be don't allow that to be something because you were raised as a republican or raised as a democrat that now you're 35 years old and it's like i'm still a democrat or because you were raised as a christian and now you're like shoot i've learned i've experienced a whole lifelong of stuff i may identify more with being a muslim so seek for learn things for yourself versus from what's been passed down to you because and that that's how yeah, racism, but that only goes to a certain extent but i'm saying like, my point let's is be racism, honest why are we racism is lear- racism <laughs> is taught we're racism. not all voting for biden because we like biden like we're voting for no democrat going against trump like <laughs> let's just keep it real like no one but like these candidates are horrible like we don't want him do you want yeah. him? no don't nobody want him like this is just like our best bet i guess yeah you pick the you pick the well yeah you're picking the the better of the of the worst of the evil but what i'm saying is for those that truly believe in stuff and they really do see the world in a different way because they feel like everything that's good and bad and there's no you know both sides can't fuck you i'm saying don't just go with the wind go move with the flow like whatever area outside of politics whether it's politics religion relationships learn things based on what your beliefs are because at the end of the day no matter what biden says no matter what trump says no matter who people choose it's still their prerogative but don't just choose people because or don't just do something because you're told to do it, I guess is my thing. Like do stuff because you feel like you at least believe in it. And even though the reality of the voting, since we're specifically talking about voting, yes, that it doesn't make sense. But there are things that you can still learn on how to change certain things. I just feel like you have so many people that have a defeatist mentality and is a reason behind that. But then you have a lot of people that can get shit done or because they are so empowered and they're so, they have like this belief that whatever, you know, um, whatever they believe in, they're so empowered to, to do change. Like let them go do that too. Because the reality of it is we do need leaders. We need people who 
shit presidency that's not really what I I mean it's a leader of some form but I'm talk. I want somebody who's just like a revolutionist I mean I'd be okay with following that shit you know (laughs) like you know just get behind get behind something but that's just a whole nother thing I just am like just don't just read something in a history book because your teacher gave it to you and you're like oh no this no 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 like I learned this in school well okay there's what 80 different versions of a bible okay (laughs) and there's tons of chapters that were left out in books that were left out like I'm just saying seek to your own understanding so that way you can be a better individual for yourself because ignorance is bliss in a way but you still don't want to just go through life being ignorant like there's power in knowing and it can piss you off because you feel like oh, no matter what I do nothing's going to change but then on the other side of that there are things that you know people can change I don't think that just having a defeatist mentality does any good for anybody um and I'm what, easy what would be a defeatist mentality in your opinion I think a defeatist mentality would be like well since nothing since I feel like you know based on my vote and you know based on the last election I'm just not going to vote anymore at all because it didn't go the way that I wanted it to and that me now knowing that you know just because now that I know the way in which the voting system is set up it doesn't matter if I vote or this person votes or whatever I'm just not going to do it like it's like well no I mean, that's basically what I just said, but I don't think I have a But you're not mentality. saying that you're I not going to vote. You didn't say you're- But I'm voting just, I'm voting. I don't believe in what I'm doing. I'm just doing it just to do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing it because honestly, just because I could be wrong. I don't believe in the lack of human error. Like, I don't think I know everything. You know what I'm saying? But in my good. heart of hearts, I don't believe in it. I don't, I don't have faith in this system, you know, anymore. Yeah. I think- this country, in my opinion, if I'm looking at like the grand span of history, like the next 500 years, 150 years, whatever, I don't see this country lasting how it's built. I think what we have built has to crumble and I think something new has to come because I don't think the what this country, the foundation and everything is built on, I don't think it's going to last. Yeah. I see it's already like a civil war is like starting. Yeah. I mean, Uh and again, it could be, you know, I talked about that in the last podcast, you know, how my, my esthetician was like, if Trump gets another election, she really feels a civil war can happen. You know, that's very much well, what, I mean, we're not seeing anything that's not along the lines of, you know, it's like, when we think about these protests, like revelation, I can't see these pro like the, the way it got this summer with the protests. I can't see that getting to another level in our country still standing fully. Like, I just don't see, like, pray to God that it doesn't get there again, you know? But it's like, I feel like those protests we got, what we just passed over this summer, that was probably the boiling point. Like, that's, I've never seen it that bad all over the country. And then it, you know, spread to the world like that. I don't feel like we could do another round of that and still last here in this country the way it is. I think some things will be like tore down system wise. Mm. That's just what I feel from like history. Hopefully that, hopefully that was the boiling point and everything changes and everything's great now, I hope. But it's just like, I don't, I see it progressively getting worse. Like when you think about the riots before that with Trayvon Martin, those weren't as bad as, the riots we just had eight years after Trayvon Martin like it's not getting better yeah so it's just like if I'm just following trends in history it looks like it's going to an elevated level of unrest in this country yeah that's what I foresee I don't want it to be like that but that's just what I foresee yeah I mean I don't know I mean I I don't know I mean I I I I, my brain can't even go that far because like God blocks it out. So I can't even like really just, I mean, it's like, I think about just how bad certain things can get. And then I just move on to rainbows and stars because I can't like get, I can't take my mind down through there. And from trends, like I would say, 
from a revolutionary standpoint that we've definitely seen, not necessarily since I've been born, but like where police officers were murdered and like, you know, it was really, really bad back then. And now I feel like, yeah, it's getting bad, but it's still not like, like, I don't know. I just, I honestly wish it would get really bad because I feel like there's still no change in anything. Like as far as like these, these cops, these cops aren't scared to continue to kill black people. Like we see it every single day. And even though it's something that's consistently happened since forever, I feel like there was a point in time, me and my, some, some of my friends were talking about this. There was a point in time where police officers were like, yo, like back off. Like, you know, stuff was still happening, but not so disrespectfully. Like, um, and when I say disrespectfully, like obviously now we have cameras to record stuff, but I just don't feel like these officers are scared. I don't feel like, I don't, I feel like civilians are more scared, but I don't feel like the people who are in charge are even with the riots that we've seen this summer exactly that's why it's gonna get worse because it's not getting better you know like if we track it it's not like to your point it's not getting better they're not getting scared and backing off they're getting more aggressive and going after things harder Mm -hmm. which is making society uproar more Mm. and all I'm saying is last time like in the 90s when Rodney King got beat or whatever in Trayvon Martin I don't remember it being such a global outrage like I don't remember it it being to the point where it was bigger than just that community or that you know like this is the first time I've seen it really transcend black people Mm -hmm. where everyone was kind of protesting and throwing themselves in the front line and stuff not saying everyone had the most genuine intentions with that but that's what was happening and was going viral and shit so I'm just like I can't what's the next level from that if it were to happen again because to your point they're not stopping you know I mean I just think that honestly officers are going to have to be held accountable and I don't want to say like it's not just officers it's because officers still leaves it in the person and it's not the person. It's happening at such alarming rates that we cannot say now it's a people problem. This is a system problem. This is a, this is how these uh, police departments are deployed all over the country. That's why it keeps happening. It's not an individual, this, this individual cross the line. It's like, no, you guys are creating a system where all of them cross the line and it's okay. So now it's not even about the individual behind the suit. It's about who employs the individual behind the suit. Who says it's okay? Who puts the gun in their hand? You know, how did they get there? Because now it's bigger than that person to me. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, that's obvious that it has to change from a system, system, systemically. But I still too feel like that none of our officers have been held accountable but I'm saying like not even getting beat up not being terrorized not being and again I'm not saying that by doing that you're gonna then spark change but no these officers are left unscathed and because our system's fucked up they're protected the system protects them so if a if a if a if a if a citizen wants to go out and be a be a vigilante and say hey I'm doing the right thing because you crossed the line for our people and I'm gonna shoot you in the head he's going to jail if a black person wants to show up at the officer's house to threaten him or beat him up you're gonna go to jail for 25 to life and all you did was beat him up and he killed a person and he's gonna get probation you know like the system protects these people yeah but people are going to jail for killing their brother I mean so if I'm gonna go to jail and do 25 to life why would I not for, for my own peep, for my own person, I just got into an argument with him versus somebody who didn't brutally fucking whatever wrongfully. I mean, I'm not saying eye for an eye. I don't want to just put that message out there that like, you got to be killed because you killed somebody. But what I'm saying is, is it's like, there's nothing that happens to these officers. And we, as a, group of people go to jail for far less for way longer and I'm just kind of like why is it that these officers because I'm like I said Trayvon Martin he's he's laying on a beach 
like laying on a beach. I mean, not Trayvon Martin. He doesn't have security. Not Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Martin's killer. Yeah. Okay. That's what I said. Trayvon Martin's killer. Oh. Okay. He's sitting here on a beach where you know. But then behind Twitter fingers, it's like, oh, if I see that motherfucker, you know, he needs to pay, he needs to pay. And nobody's like, I just, I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, obviously, systemically, it needs to be corrected. Sure, absolutely. But in the meantime, these motherfuckers are touchable. And again, I'm not saying do anything. I'm just saying, like, it's just crazy how... I just, I mean, I'd rather the Nipsey Hustle killer if you was going to kill somebody. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, where are killers that, you know, that's all I'm saying. Is like, what's, you know, these, these officers are just not like nothing's happening to them. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. They are protected people. And, you know, just don't get me started on black on black violence because that's also largely about the system <laughs> but that's a wormhole you know crabs in a barrel yep. the oppress becoming the oppressor because yep. that's the only little bit of power they got shit yep. you know it's that's just a whole 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 three four five seven episodes of podcast yeah <laughs> we talk about the fucking traumatic history of our people in this country like yeah i think the message the only message i'm trying to put out there is one vote and then two um you know seek things for your own understanding political or not you know read more but that kind of goes against vote you know be a part of be a part of you know um crucial conversations that do spark change in some some degrees with certain things but you know (laughs) yeah that's what I want to put out there so that's all I gotta say it's been real 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 all right well catch us on Spotify, iTunes, Instagram, SoundCloud, um, all streaming platforms, YouTube included. We will be releasing a lot more content consistently, especially regarding, um, you know, products that we're going to be releasing here soon. So stay tuned on that. Turn your notifications on. Um, Thank you to those who participated in our giveaway um that was really dope actually i think keisha should have received her wine today it said it was delivered Uh oh yeah so keisha if you get your wine make sure you take pictures and send them to us so we can post you um with your one hope wine for those that are huh keisha diamond keisha diamond keisha keisha she was she was on it too so for more giveaway opportunities um again Stay tuned. Let us know what topics you'd like us to discuss or if there's any, um, I guess, any people that want to come on the podcast. You know, we're always open for interviews depending on what your story is. And, um, but yeah, so lots and lots of good things rolling out for Melon and me. Anything else you'd like to add, Whitney? Or did I cover it all? Nope. Y'all got it all. anywhere in the world, but you're listening to us. So. <laughs> all right, y'all. Well, until next time, we will talk to you later.